Hey everyone, this is Macy and Nikki, and we're getting ready to go live to tell my story about finding pain in your purpose. Purpose in your pain. Purpose in your pain. That would be a bad thing to do with the other way around. Anyway, hope you guys have fun and enjoy enjoy this uh, this show. Yeah, we haven't quite started yet, so bear with us as we're waiting to start. Rise up this morning. This is Paul Chavez. You know, when I'm cruising around town, the whole Mile High City, I'm locked in to the station we call KUHS, Denver.com. I'm sorry, I, I don't, I just don't think we're on right now. Do you want me to go get Henry? Um... When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare in the wall, and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call, telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove. For the first time in my life, I see I need love. There I was, giggling about the games that I had played with many hearts, and I'm not saying no names. Then the thought occurred, tear drops made my eyes burn, because I said to myself, look what you've done to her. I can feel it inside, I can't explain how it feels. All I know is that I'm never dishing up the raw deal, playing make-believe, pretending that I'm Search is really making me bug, and if you know who you 
Besties, we're going to go live here in a few minutes about, we're going to talk to Nikki about some, Okay. All right. All right. Okay, we're going live. All right. So we're going to start this over again. So this won't play very long, but we'll talk through it. Okay. Um, so hopefully it won't kick you off. Um, so here we are, Nick Burnett here. This is Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, uh, the best station, radio station ever. Um, <laughs> So what are we about? We are about all of the goodness that is health and wellness, which is broad spanning, right? So there are so many things that we can, uh, that that can, that allow us to live this big, large life. And health and wellness is, obviously it is physical, it's mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's financial, it's relational. It's all of these things all together. And we do our, we want to, in my mind, and what I try to do, I'm not great at it, but in my mind, we do our best to 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 bring all of those together and have as much balance in there as possible so we can live and go through this life and be um, be you know empowered and empower others and teach others and and be lifted up and lift others up. you know there's so much goodness out there. And so we want to bring to you truth. We want to bring to you uh, what is good in the world and the people who are doing all of the good things in the world and who are, who are giving of themselves and things that you may not know about. I mean, this is, this is why I love what I do because there are people out there who have these amazing gifts and talents and who have gone through their own journey and then can help others. And so... I will stop ranting. I can't help it. I get so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I have the coolest people on this show. I say it every time, and I can't help it. So um, today, though, uh, we have Macy O'Grady. And Macy O'Grady is a, and make sure I say this correctly, but she is a certified divorce real estate broker. So is that how I you have say a, it? a designation called okay. Certified Divorce Specialist, Okay, and I'm a realtor. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, so I love this because what this is really going to be about, uh, yes, it's about that. And it's about knowing there are services like Macy's out there and, of course, Macy's service. But it's the story and it's the journey that 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 got her to this place that allowed her to to build this business, to empower herself, to empower her, her girls and to empower women who are going through these this unexpected journey and typically a journey that they don't didn't want to go through nope. people don't typically want to go through divorce and it's about building your team um, and I say this a lot in my own in my own practice you know when especially when somebody's super chronic we want to build our team of professionals who can guide us and who can help us. Mm -hmm. um, and I think in any situation, you know, when you're going through divorce, you need your attorney, you need maybe a counselor or a therapist. Mm -hmm. I think probably everybody needs a counselor and a therapist. <laughs> um, you need somebody who can help you with your home. And maybe you, it's a home that you no longer want because you all lived in it together. And you know, there's so many different situations. So, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I get a little long-winded sometimes. Um, I apologize. No, that's good. I appreciate it. <laughs> I can too. <laughs> that's what we do, right? Yes. Um, first off, of course, we always start the show with gratitude. Mm -hmm. Gratitude can change the world, right? So we, so, we have a positive mindset, a positive outlook. There's always goodness to be grateful for somewhere even if you're going through divorce even if you're going through tough times there is some gratitude there are things to be grateful for and if you focus on those then the more good things come so remember that focus on the good more good things come so agree what are you grateful for today so today i am grateful for i really am grateful for the journey that i have been on um it was it was hard at times mm -hmm. but I wholeheartedly agree that if you take the mindset of looking at the good that comes from it, then 
it, it's it I'm so grateful for that and it absolutely has changed my mindset around mm-hmm. what I've been through um there were some dark you know dark hard times yeah. um that I wouldn't want to go through again <laughs> quite frankly but I am grateful for it because I yeah. learned a lot I woke up to my life and I am I have learned to have a lot of gratitude for all the hard things that have happened in my life. Good. So grateful for those. You know, it's the thing, I, I talk about this a lot on the show, um, is it's always the hard stuff that makes us better. Yeah. And it sucks going through it. Yes. <laughs> yes. It really does. Um, and we all know it because we've all been there. Um, but, you know, for anybody who's been through it, something, whatever your journey, your story is, and you haven't come out bigger and better, um, then maybe look back and think, how can this have made me bigger and better? Yeah. Because that's what it's that's what it does. Absolutely. It just it, it it helps us to grow, it builds our character, it helps us have empathy, and it helps us build businesses. Yep. Um, it's it, I think it's it's um, super cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have so. a saying. Well, it's not my saying. It's a Glennon Doyle saying that um, we can do hard things. And yeah. I have that um, on a print on my wall that people see anytime they're nice. on a Zoom call with me mm-hmm. or anything. Um, because I really do believe that we have the ability to get through hard things. Yeah. And we do. You know, God doesn't give us things, you know, stuff that we can't handle. And we can get through it. And so I think that's something to remember, too. I'm going to do something real quick because I want to okay. make sure that you are in your oh, thanks. Facebook Live. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me today... Um, You know, I think I'm grateful for clarity. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you know, I I have been in my business now. It's been seven seven and a half years, and I I work with a wide variety of clients. Something that I'm um, sort of starting to discover is who I really – well, I like working with them all, right? Um, but, which is why they, that's that's not a good niche. Yeah. <laughs> no. You can't work with everyone. Nope. But it keeps me interested. It keeps things fun. But I am discovering that working with women and in, in helping them to prepare for pregnancy mm-hmm. is, in my mind, and I, I actually did a post on this yesterday. Um, it it can it's a it's a it's a world changer. Um, yes. And I say that, and it's not me, right? I'm not saying that I'm, I can change the world. It's, it's about when, you're, when you prepare for pregnancy and you give yourself that time to prepare for pregnancy, whether it's a month, which I can't imagine would be a month, but a month, six months, a year, maybe longer, what we need to remember is our, our health today can be passed on, and so it's, it's our, our epigenetic health, right? So epigenetics is is it's it's our lifestyle. It's the things we eat can change our genetics or our our epigenetics, mm-hmm. um, our our stress, our trauma, our all of our lifestyle. This is why in my website it says we do have control over our genetic destiny because all of the things that we do in our life, most of that we have most control over. Maybe not trauma. Right, um, but we can we can mitigate stress. We can um, you know, watch the food that we eat. We can exercise. All of these things. Again, I'm getting long winded, but it's important to understand when I say epigenetics what that means. Point to all of this is those epigenetic expressions can move through generations, and they can show up seven generations beyond us. So our health today has been influenced by seven generations behind us, and then our health today influences seven generations ahead of us. So when you take that into, like really take it in and think about it, taking a little bit of extra time to make sure you're as healthy as you can possibly be, to have a healthy, successful pregnancy, to have a healthy, successful child, to have a healthy, successful adult, and then have healthy, successful future generations. Um, this is I, I have this is something that I think about a lot and I talk a lot about, but it's coming to more of a focus, I think, which yep. is kind of exciting to go. Oh, it's been there; it's sort of been over here, but now it's really kind of going. This is this is this has it. This is huge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway, um, I'm grateful for clarity, grateful for, uh, you know, grateful to watch what comes out of all of this, you know, and where God guides me and, and just to have some fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I love that. I, I would agree that I'm also just to tack on very grateful for clarity, very grateful yeah. for what's landed me in this position. And every day I wake up to understanding what my purpose is and why I need to yeah. share my story. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it does, it becomes more and more clear to me every day why I'm doing what I'm yeah. doing. Good for you. Well, with that being said, let's jump in. Let's talk oh, about let's um, what got you here, what what started, what all of the things that are really important because this is, I think, going to be very, well, I know, very l- relatable. So I want you to keep this in mind for if it's for yourself or if it's for somebody who you know who might be dealing with these situations because so many people are. It's heartbreaking. Um, you know, we want... I just want you to hear because it's relatable. That's, yeah. So go ahead. (laughs) Your turn. (laughs) Okay. So my story. Yeah. Well, so I'll start the story where my divorce really started because I think that's what's the most relevant. So Mm -hmm. I had been married for 16 years. And, um, you know, I I think as I look back now, I really had lost myself. I'm kind of a people pleaser, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. I had really, you know, really started focusing on everybody around me and what they needed and didn't really focus in on myself, and when my, you know, now ex-husband said that he wanted a divorce, I was really shocked and mm. probably went into, you know, a nervous breakdown type of situation. I had two small kids, mm-hmm. and I just didn't, I hadn't ever really thought about what it was I wanted for my life. How long ago was this? Eight years ago. Okay. And um, I had a friend say to me, this was really a pivotal moment, and I should reach out to her and remind her that she said this, but, you know, I was, you know, falling apart and wasn't sure what to do and didn't know even what would happen next. And, and she said, you know, you deserve better. And I was like, I do? And then I'm like, oh, I do. <laughs> and, like, from that moment on, I just took complete action and moved everything forward and and you know, figure figured out. I'm a figure outer, mm-hmm. problem solver, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I was in certainly in survival mode at the time. Of what am I going to do? I've got two kids, and where are we going to live? And mm-hmm. what are we? You know, I knew I didn't want to be in the house that we had purchased together and lived in together. I knew that I wanted something different, but beyond that, I had no idea. So, and I want to say this real quick because I find it interesting that you have a whole blog on sort of your thought process and your story yes. behind that. You know, yeah. that, you know, is it better for the girls if we stay here right. in the house? And and you knew you're like, uh, no, it's not. Right. Yeah, and that's not that's not <laughs> mm-hmm. the same for everybody. Some people right. are like, no, this house is great. I don't have any you know ties to it. It's not you know no no negative ties. It's what oops. It, you know, for me it was yeah. I really wanted to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, and I have, um, can I mention my giveaway that I have on my yeah, blog? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah, on my I already, website, It's already okay. in the post, too. Okay, I, cool. I put it in there so people can see it. But, yes, yeah. talk about it. Well, I have on my website a, a free download for five things to think about when deciding where to live after a divorce. Because there's a lot that goes into it, especially when you have kids, and really when you have mm-hmm. kids. Or if you share a dog, I suppose that would matter, too. Oh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you have your little puppies. Three. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, so yeah, I have a download about that, and and it really does take some time to really think about, Mm -hmm. you know, um, what it is that you want and what's best for your kids and and all of those things. So I I have a download there that people can can take a look at. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's always, those are all these things that are important to take advantage of, you know, because there are things that you've experienced, and then, of course, in the business life that you live now that you learned. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe people don't think about. Well, and when you're in that situation, you, it, it's chaos. Mm-hmm. There's just so many changes going on. And what I like to say is, like, my life was on this game board, and somebody came along and threw it all up in the yeah. air. Like, even the whole game board had changed, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I didn't know where the pieces were going to land. I didn't know where we were mm-hmm. all going to land. Mm-hmm. And, 
And so it, 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 there's so many decisions that you have yeah. to make at that time. So my goal was to try to make some of those decisions a little bit easier um, and bring a little bit more clarity mm-hmm. to, okay, what is it that I need to be thinking about? How do I get out of this crisis moment, mm-hmm. which I was certainly in, <laughs> and how do I get into what what's best? what's going to be long-term best or even three months best or yep. just something out of that that scary moment. Yeah. And when you're working from fear, you're making fear-based decisions. Mm-hmm. So to, to be able to have a little bit of a thought process and something to kind of step you through, it pulls you out of that mode. Were you in real estate prior to this point? I was not. Okay. I had been working in small business. Um, I was... Um, an expert in systems and process and helping small business owners build their systems and process and their operations. And that was the role that I was playing then and stepped even more into that when I, um, after my divorce, and was introduced to a gentleman who owned a real estate company who needed all of that systems and process. So he hired me as a consultant and I absolutely fell in love with real estate. fell in love with everything about it, um, learned everything. Um, You know, the gentleman I worked for had a hundred different things going on in real estate, so I was exposed to a lot of different things. And then my personal story is, you know, I sold our marital home, we sold our marital home, and then I purchased a new home shortly after that Mm -hmm. um, without even ever being in real estate and not knowing. And then once I started working for him, I started understanding you know, the, the financial stability that it brings. I certainly knew the emotional stability that that brings. Um, so no, to answer your question, I was not yeah. in real estate, um, but a couple of years after I was divorced, so about six years ago, okay. started working in, in okay. real estate. And so how did you, maybe a silly question, I don't know, how did you discover that there's this specialty that was a pandemic moment oh, of interesting. what do I want to do with, with my life and mm-hmm. when I was not really feeling like I was adding a ton of value in the role that I was in. Um, and somebody introduced me to a woman, another woman who worked with families going through divorce, a real estate agent mm-hmm. who was specializing with families. And I just immediately got a hit of, I really want to work with women with mm-hmm. children going through mm-hmm. divorce mm-hmm. because it marries my story Yep. with my profession mm-hmm. and everything came into alignment from there um, nice yeah. this is why we call it a niche right yeah. <laughs> it's not, this is the, the thing that as entrepreneurs I think many of us fight <laughs> yes yeah and it's, I was just talking to somebody else about this it's a mindset shift right mm-hmm. like I mean yeah. I am a realtor I can work with anybody who yep. has a home to sell mm-hmm. or needs to buy a home and it's super chaotic and there's all kinds of things going on mm-hmm. just in that but then when you layer divorce on top of it, there's a whole nother set of unknowns and, and things that you have to navigate through. And because of, I think some of it's my personality type of being able to see the calm in the storm, mm-hmm. um, I'm able to really support women in those positions even even better, just as I can support any client. Um, and yes, it's a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I can help it anybody, is. but yeah. I, you know, where where I can really add a lot of value and more value mm-hmm. is is to that demographic. Right. So I'm going to take a quickie break um, and talk about our sponsor, who is my favorite company in the world. Um, anyway, so Cellcore Biosciences is a a fairly new supplement company to the the supplement world. Um, I don't know. It's been three, four, five, six years. I'm not sure exactly. But um, they are, to date, the most innovative uh, that I've come across as far as uh, the way that the products work, the delivery system, the, the nutrients to the cells and support the cells, support the mitochondria, um, eliminate parasites. And I'm going to say it every time because everybody hates it, but I'm going to say it. Worms. We all have worms. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) I should have prepared you. (laughs) But very often when we have chronic symptoms and we try to address them, the symptoms go away and then they come back and then they go away and then they come back and we can't figure out why they keep coming back. So that's where I say always ask why. We have to always ask the question why. Keep digging because if the symptoms are coming back, there's a reason for it. Many times we're missing 
the underlying cause, right? The foundation, the root cause of your symptoms. Disease is a symptom or it's a, it's a, a multitude of symptoms, right? And so it's important to continue to ask why and to continue to dig and that's what this company does. So it allows the body to, uh, to eliminate toxins, parasites, microbes, uh, fungus, fun, fun, fungi, who said funguses, <laughs> funguses, that's my word of the day, um, and uh, environmental toxicants, all of these things that put a massive burden on the body and don't, and, 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 and the, uh, these products, fumbling over my words now, but these products address all of those needs. Um, and it, it is a life changer for a lot of people. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, and so it's one of the, it's a, it's a company you have to go through a practitioner in order to get the supplements because they are not for, um, they're not just for the, it's not like a willy-nilly, I'm going to take a vitamin D, right? This is something where you have to have support and you have to have people who know what they're doing to, to help guide you through the process because they can be super intense, um, which is a good thing. That's what we want. We need to get rid of things that aren't supposed to be there. But uh, uh, they are only uh, through practitioners, of course. I am a practitioner. Um, but there are many out there and growing because of the great things that they do. So we appreciate Cellcore. We appreciate them as a, as a sponsor. Uh, they have tons of data on their website so feel free to jump in if you love to research like I do um, they've got lots and lots of videos and information you know everything they do is backed by uh, by, by by science so um, check them out and thanks to Cellcore so um, as always we're streaming live on KUHSDenver.com also streaming live on the Facebook page or on on Macy's Facebook page <laughs> and and the Taste Life Nutrition Facebook page we turn into then the Taste Life Nutrition podcast so let's jump back in um, and I have a few things uh, here that I, I, I really want to talk about and and first is that I really like it you know we all have as entrepreneurs we have our sort of our tagline, sort of our, our what do we do? And I love yours because it makes so much sense. And she, uh, Macy, creates stability and clarity for women with children going through divorce while providing neutrality as she minimizes the stress and maximizes the process of selling the, the marital home. Um, and I think that it's just, it's so important to note that you are so targeted um, and there are so many people who, who need your guidance um, and your services. Do you have do you have a like a, a con, like a connection network? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I do. And um, you had said in the beginning that everything you know your health, nutrition, everything takes a team. One hundred percent true for divorce. Um, so your team is super important. It you know can be your your attorney if you're using an attorney. Mm -hmm mediator therapists divorce coaches um divorce coaches wow. yes divorce coaches <laughs> yeah and i and and there's a whole bunch of things that i didn't know about mm -hmm. and so i really try to be who i needed at that time yep. because when you get divorced typically you don't really know too many people at least i did not know too many people who had gone through it i didn't know where to turn mm -hmm. i didn't know what to do and so i literally got on and started googling um, and so what I tell people is if you know somebody who's going through divorce, I don't care if it's if it's real estate related or not, I have a very large network of all of those people that nice. I just mentioned. So mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of attorneys, I have a lot of mediators, um, I have you know lots and lots of therapists, whether you need it divorce related or not, I have a good network of therapists because um, I'm a big believer mm -hmm. in therapy, not only for yourself, but for your kids. Yeah. Because um, especially during such a challenging time, um, it's really important. Uh, and divorce coaches is mm -hmm. a great, mm -hmm. um, it's a great, it, it, it's not quite therapy, but it definitely can walk you through the mindset changes that need to happen um, when you're going through a divorce and ways to not stay stuck in a lot of the mm -hmm. anger and resentment that comes up, which mm -hmm. I certainly had <laughs> and yeah. needed help. I mean, these are all, you know, these are things that I went through too of this personal growth journey that I went on trying to figure out how do I live in the fullness of my life? Um, how do I get out of this anger resentment phase? 
um, and really become awake to my life mm -hmm. and take responsibility for what got me um, be here. But anyway, I got off topic. But yes, no, it's okay. the team it's good. is super important, yeah. and I have access and have, am building and continuing to build that network and always looking for more people to add to that network. Actually, I have somebody um, I want to introduce you to. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so with that, do you have a network? So uh, the 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 good thing for you, but unfortunate for people who don't live here in Colorado, is that you can't help outside of your area, right? For real estate, I cannot, but okay. I absolutely can make referrals to okay. other realtors mm -hmm. who I know That's what and I have was been connected ask. to yeah. that can absolutely help mm -hmm. through this process. As being a certified divorce specialist, I'm part of a large network of mm -hmm. you know nationwide practitioners of anything having to do with real estate, including or anything to do with divorce, including real estate. Cool. So I have access to all of that. Very cool. So definitely reach out to me, Macy, at liveleftdenver.com. <laughs> and I love you can that. reach out to me, um, and I'm happy to connect you. Make, I love, love, love making connections. Cool. Yeah. And I, I think that just, it's such a great name because if you're going through a really sucky time, <laughs> yeah. Um and to 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 be a part of a of a group called Live Laugh Denver. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of makes you smile a little bit yeah. and I think that that's just a great Yeah, thing. shout out to mm -hmm. Lindsay Benton who's the the owner of my brokerage who came up with that name and it, it absolutely embodies kind of everything we do. It's this tongue-in-cheek, mm -hmm. you know, live, laugh, love, and, yeah. you know, but also, yeah, let's make light of it. Let's have fun. I mean, that's part of what I love to do is not only am I, you know, working to maximize your proceeds, minimize your stress, and let's have fun doing it, too, because life is super serious, and so let's figure out ways to make oh, it Oh, man, <laughs> I know. Yeah, let's take some of the seriousness yeah. away, yeah. <laughs> especially right now. Yes. Um, so one of the things that I, you, you hit on this just a little bit, uh, but I really appreciated about your website and a blog that you did, um, and it, it, it hit me because it's, it, it goes back to, you know, how we have so often this view of support, this view of reaching out, this view of asking for help as a weakness. Um, and it, a, a, a friend of mine, he's a physician who posted something very similar, it's different but very similar yesterday, is when you, we think that something is a weakness, very often it actually is a strength. Mm -hmm. When you can take that and say, I'm not reaching out out of weakness, I'm reaching out because I know I can't do it all, I'm reaching out because I know people who can help me and guide me, and then I can also give back. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, so um, you're talking about the strong independent woman? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. I think so. Yes. <laughs> I, I had to, so I, I've been in a relationship now for a little over three years. Um, we're getting married in October. <gasps> Yay. He, what day? October 1st. Okay. I got married <laughs> on the 22nd. I okay. had to ask. It's <laughs> <laughs> my mom's birthday. Nice. Um, so, but I was really struggling because mm -hmm. here I am serving women going through divorce, separating out from their partner, learning to be independent, mm. learning to be on their own. I was that person. And now here I am in this amazing relationship, and I don't want to be like, oh, it's all about being in the relationship, and that's what makes you whole. So I really wanted to talk about that and come from really an authentic place. I mean, I, I had to go the full, I can do this on my own, even though, honestly, I never really did it all on my own because... I have a huge family support system. Oh, that's amazing. I think my mom is listening. You. So yeah. if she is, big shout Come out on. to my mom, <laughs> who, I mean, literally could not do it without her. My ex-husband moved out of state, so I was had my two kids by myself. Wow. Um, so that aside, I mean, I really wanted to go. I had to go to this place of I don't need anybody else. I can do this on my own. Um, and probably swung the pendulum a little bit too far. Um, and then, <laughs> I, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's what we do. I mean, it's mm -hmm. what I needed to do mm -hmm. in order to like, oh, I actually can handle this stuff on my own. So when I, um, when I started thinking about, I wanted to share about my relationship on mm -hmm. social media and with other people, but I didn't want to be inauthentic and right. I didn't want to be like, oh, you have to be independent, but mm -hmm. here I am with a, you know, with a partner. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized was really what makes you strong 
and independent is being willing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and being willing to ask for help, which honestly is the hardest thing that I've ever done. Yeah. Um, and when I got into relationship with somebody, I mean, I had been doing everything on my own, mm-hmm. including like everything that needed to be done around the house and mm-hmm. not that I was doing it specifically, but I was hiring it out, <laughs> but I had to coordinate all of that and yeah. I had to do all yeah. that. So. You know, and then here comes along this man who's like a helper by nature and wants to do all these things for me and wants to, you know, emotionally support my girls and all of that. And I was like, whoa, you know, how do I do this? And and I realized that it's not about the other person coming Mm -hmm. to save you. Mm -hmm. Like I had already saved myself. Well, and I was just looking (laughs) at that and I love that you said that. I have already saved myself. I didn't need saving, but. Right. (laughs) But part of being saved is opening yourself up Mm -hmm. to allowing other people to help Mm -hmm. you and Mm -hmm. allowing, you know, for me, even was hard for me to accept help from my parents, too. Mm -hmm. Just like, I should be able to do this on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, And to come to that really that grounded place of clarity, you know, like you mentioned before. I can't do this on my own. And I want to be in community with people and I Mm -hmm. want to have support from the people in my life, particularly from this amazing man that's now in my life. Uh, So I was, it it was very um, helpful for me to write that article, to really talk about what that Mm -hmm. means. And I know that there's a lot of other women that are going through that as well. Yeah. Like, you know, you think you should be able to do everything in your own and, you know, and you can do a lot of things on your own for sure. And it's when you move to that space of, oh, but I don't need any help. I'm super strong. Yep. You know, I don't need anybody else's help. Like that mm-hmm. to me is more of a weakness mm-hmm. than a strength. Yeah, totally agree. So when she's got a lot of really good resources on her website, um, which are some of the things that I'm kind of you know, looking at right now. And so what I, what I, one of the things that stood out to me was, the five biggest mistakes divorcing women can make and how to avoid them. So this is different, right, than your free download. So this is actually, um, well, so this is a blog on my website, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't written by me. Okay. But this is a perfect example of how I partner with other people. This was the attorney. This is by, written by Lori Barkas, who is an attorney. She is amazing. She is all about empowering women, and she's all about working through the divorce process in the most, um, I don't know what the word is, but but she brings a lot of integrity to the divorce process. And so she actually wrote this article, um, which is really, really good, because, mm-hmm. it, again, it's it's giving people a roadmap to get out of that fear-based mm-hmm. place yeah. Yeah. Um, to not make those mistakes. Yeah. You know, some of the things she talks mm-hmm. about is you need to have a plan, you know, and, and you need to get out of the emotional place as hard as it is. Yeah, um, I think that's hard so. in lots of situations. Didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 but, that's okay. Um, but you know, when we let emotions drive our actions, I think that creates a lot of problem. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, any mm-hmm. choice you make from a place of fear is mm-hmm. never going to be mm-hmm. the best choice. It's it's always going to be laced with mm-hmm. scarcity and worry yeah. mm-hmm. and all of that. So, And that's not easy to get out of that place. Yeah, You know, you mm-hmm. really are, especially when you're going through something super challenging like a divorce, you, you, you are. But my antidote to that fear-based is gather as much information as you can, mm-hmm. factual information, so that you can make the best decision possible. Mm-hmm. That's how I always start my conversations with the women that I'm working with or anybody in real estate. Like, what are your options? Yep. You know, and mm-hmm. mortgage lenders are a big piece of the divorce team. I forgot to mention that. Mm. Um, because they can really walk you through what does it look like to sell your home? What does it look like to stay in your home? What does it look like for you to be able to qualify to buy a new home? Um, and you know, those are all factual-based decisions, information that you can make decisions on, and it takes away the fear. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah, and that's a really great point is the more information you have and I think the more guidance and the more you can take in, and the, you know, and we are accountable for ourselves, right? Yeah. So yep. we have to do as much as we can um, as well as a lot of praying, in my opinion, <laughs> but do as much as we can because – that will give a, it. It's empowering, yeah. and it helps us to make the right decision and not make emotion-based decisions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was. I thought this one was interesting. Is 
um, stop fighting over money you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I'm not sure I know exactly what that means. <laughs> well, I have to get in. Well, I think what Lori was referring to when she wrote this mm-hmm. article, and certainly, you know, again, it's coming from that fear place of you kind of want to feel like you're controlling everything in the process, mm-hmm. this divorce process, which is super challenging. Again, it's a fear-based reaction. It's mm-hmm. scarcity. Yeah. Um, and it's really coming from this place of, I got to make sure we cross every I and dot every T. Nope. Cross every T and dot every I. (laughs) I do that all the time. (laughs) Terrible. Um, And it's future for, it's future casting um, problems that don't exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So trying to stay away from that is is definitely important. Uh, The last one that kind of stands out to me is focusing on everyone but yourself. Yeah. Self-care. We have to hit on this because we have to, in all situations, we have to care for ourselves. If we are not in a good place, if it's mental and emotional, if it's uh, you know physical, if we're not in a good place, how are we going to care for others? How would you have cared for your kiddos? Right. You know how how can you take the time to to research and learn and understand and seek out your team and all of the things that need to be done in in a situation like this and many many other situations take care of yourself take that time to be grateful you know we started the show with gratitude take the time to journal take the time to pray and to meditate and I have to say this because I say it all the time for anybody but for anybody who hasn't heard this before it's one of my favorite things I had a, a friend of mine on one of my shows, and we were having uh, this amazing conversation. But one of the things he said to me that stuck was, prayer is you talking to God, and meditation is allowing God to talk to you. Mm. And I just went, oh, it just opened up a whole new world. Yeah. It's like, okay, I get it. So this is why. I mean, we can meditate and and do guided meditations, which are great and fine, but sometimes it's worthwhile just to be still yeah. and just to be quiet. Absolutely. And, and what I would say to that, too, is not only does that give you um, information from whatever your higher source of power is, but it also allows you to tap into your intuition, mm-hmm. which, quite frankly, I didn't even know existed in me because I was so used to pouring myself into everybody around yep. me yep. and making sure that everybody else's needs were met. I mean, that continued even after my divorce. And, and because I was like, oh, my gosh, I have these two kids mm-hmm. that are going through this terrible time. I'll worry about myself later. Yep. And there was no way to connect with what mm-hmm. is it that I really need. And it wasn't until I got us settled into our new home, mm-hmm. which I think you wanted to talk about and I would love to talk about as well. Yeah. Um, that, well, I'll finish this thought. Mm-hmm. Like, once I got settled into our home, that I was really able to realize that I needed to take care of myself Mm -hmm. Um, it was like I was so worried about getting this foundation for my kids and then once that appeared I was able to really focus on getting myself the help that Mm -hmm. I needed you know therapy you know spending time with friends like travel you know meditation Mm -hmm. um, all of those things were what could come from having this foundation of a solid place to live and because I was in a situation where I could purchase a home outside of my divorce, which I'm extremely grateful that I had that, what I tell people a lot is when you when you have that safety, like that that's that's one of our basic needs, right? Is is mm-hmm. you know food and shelter and all of that. And it's really true when you when you are able to solidify the place that you're living, and you can, especially as someone going through divorce, you get to create it how you want it mm-hmm. to be. You get to decorate mm-hmm. it how you want to decorate. Yeah. Like all of the empowerment that comes from that and that sense of independence and, and freedom that comes from that, it gives your kids that sense of stability as well. You know, and I, well, I'll finish that thought. I got another thought I wanted to add Isn't it to fine? It's so many thoughts. So many things, so many things. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. because I do believe that, finding the place to start your next chapter you know whether it's a you know a townhome a condo a a home whatever that looks like that's home Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm so passionate about doing what I'm doing is helping women get really empowered and have the information to know Mm -hmm. if they can financially afford it there's a lot of things that can affect and impact your ability to purchase a home when you're going through divorce, decisions you're making with the settlement, things like that, mm-hmm. that actually impact your ability to purchase a home. So yep. I'd love to be in conversations with women when they're just even contemplating that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that they can make good decisions throughout because some some can be pretty detrimental if you're not paying attention to mm. the decisions in your mm-hmm. settlement. Okay. Um, but can I circle back to one other thing yes. that you were talking about in the very beginning about the epigenetics? Yeah. So I'm a big Glennon Doyle fan, and one of the things she has talked about is that there's no such thing as one-way liberation. So when you are able to free yourself from the stress and anxiety and, you know, all of the things that that come into your body when you're going through divorce um, or any time of transition mm-hmm. and you're able to change the way that you think about life, you change your mindset, you change your approach to things, you, you add gratitude, all of that, your kids see that too. Yes. And yes. so by me going through that process, my goal has always been, of course, I'm going to put somebody else first in my intention to take care of myself, but has <laughs> always been to really give my kids the foundation of mm-hmm. knowing what's possible. Yeah. And they're on their own journeys. They're, you know, 19 and 17 right mm-hmm. now, and they're on their own journey of figuring out their lives. Um, they don't always hear their mom, <laughs> but I know. Because they're, they, that's what they do, yeah. <laughs> because that's what we did. That's what I, were, yes, you know, I did, for sure. In our teens, mm-hmm. or 20s, or 40s, Maybe or 30, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't always listen to our moms, but, um, but, I know that they see the journey that mm-hmm. I've been on and the mm-hmm. way that I have turned this divorce into something positive. Yep. I know that that's impacting them and mm-hmm. will impact them, will impact their their children, yes. their children's children. Yes. So that's a that's an example of mm-hmm. you know changing generations yes. by changing what's going that. on with yourself. I love that. Um, and thank you for that. I think that um, Seeing it that it's it's that it's like coming outside of yourself a little bit and looking at looking down at what's happening and and the directions that it could go. It could go this is we can make this a positive yep. or we can you know, have that self damaging you know, those conversations with ourselves that are that are that are negative yep. and and you know, we don't search for the help and the guy you know, all of these things that can yeah. happen which can then, you know, send kids off in a wrong direction absolutely. because they are paying attention to yes, everything. everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And we, and I'll admit, I mean, you know, if you, I'm talking about like a fixed mindset versus a growth mm-hmm. mindset. Yes. And yes. we, I, when I first started my journey, I was definitely in that fixed mindset. I was like angry and mm-hmm. mad and frustrated and all the things. And, but that was super uncomfortable to me. It mm-hmm. didn't feel good. And so yeah. I knew that I needed to make a choice to change mm-hmm. the way I was looking at it. Yeah. And I have to recalibrate on that a lot because mm-hmm. all we continue, I continue to get faced with different challenges. Yeah. Well, and I think that's an important thing to, to that we should sort of, uh, there's a word I'm looking for, but, you know, take, take to heart is it's okay to go through the process. Yeah. You know, when bad things happen, you can be mad. And you can be sad, yeah. and you can scream, and you can yell, and you can do all the things that 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 you that you need to do to get you through it. Yeah. But then it's also then your choice to make the decision mm-hmm. to feel it, yeah. make the decision to to move in that positive direction Absolutely. and get out of that place. There's, uh, do you know who um, Dennis Prager is? <laughs> if you know Dennis Prager. I love him to pieces. He is the neatest. He's a he's a big uh, talk radio guy, okay. uh, super academic. But he always had on one of his shows. He always had the happiness hour, mm. <laughs> and he's just. I got to meet him once. I was like a little girl going, "Oh, I love you." You know, it was the funniest <laughs> thing. Anyway, so he uh, he taught me so much about being intentionally happy mm. the word intentional made me think of something else too we'll get to that okay. um but intentionally happy you know you he says you know, happiness is it's a, it's how many how do you say it it's not a job but you know it's it's what we're supposed to do you know and mm. happiness happiness is what creates happiness in others yes and you it's, it's that you know you don't want to bring people down you don't want to you know and what's the point in feeling that way right. feeling yucky all the time yeah but focusing on finding the things that to be happy about and then just being happy doesn't mean we're going to always be happy 100% of the time. But if it's conscious, if you have awareness around 
being happy and being intentionally happy, then you're going to be more happy. Yes. <laughs> it's just the way yes. it is. Yeah. I mean, if you're in, if you're intentionally looking for it, mm-hmm. you'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that you had said, and I love this because it, I think I bolded it somewhere. Yes. Was in one of your blogs, it was the strong independent woman was your intentional relationships. Yeah. I say this a lot because I, I do it. Um, you know, it hasn't always been that way, but as I've learned and as I've grown, you, you, I, and I think a lot of people, you, you start to build relationships that are beneficial in right. not just one way, obviously, right. but people who can build you up and people who you want to build up and people who are not going to drag you down and bring you down. Um, but you surround yourself with your true tribe of people that you can move through life with um, and you trust and you start to eliminate those who are of a different place yep yeah yeah i yes i have definitely made that and continue to make it a Mm -hmm. practice right like it's a recalibration but Mm -hmm. i really have come to this place of wanting to be around people that are life-giving yes versus life Sucking. Sucking. (laughs) (laughs) And not making them wrong, you know, not making them a bad person, Mm -hmm. not making them, you know, wrong in your world, but just, they're just not, they're just, it's just not a fit. And so I found myself and still continue to find myself really wanting to spend time. And some of this is getting out of that people pleaser mode of like, Mm -hmm. I don't have to spend time with everybody and I don't have to surround myself with everybody. Mm -hmm. I can make decisions about who I'm allowing into my Mm -hmm. life and who I'm giving my time to, which Mm -hmm. is very finite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, really surrounding myself intentionally with the people that Mm -hmm. are giving me life Mm -hmm. and giving me, you know, making my world happy and better Mm -hmm. and, and, um, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's a hard thing to do when you, especially when you're coming out, you know, through the transition of divorce, you know, all of that, you really, um, it's, it's one of those things you have to check in of like, I'm hurt, maybe I'm hurting their feelings, but I can't really worry about what everybody else is thinking. Right. And I'm not going to be mean or rude about sure, it. Sure, no, know, of course still not. stay in my value system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's been a super important thing for me. And, mm-hmm. and I think we all go through those transitions especially as we get older and mm-hmm. you know we realize that life is short and we want to spend it time with the people that are really supporting us yeah yeah agreed it's one of those things that I I didn't learn I didn't know to become intentional about it until later in life yeah, 100%. Um, and yeah. I at this point and my husband he's very much the same way um, and we have you know nieces and nephews and those who I try to make sure that I'm sending that message early. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't get that message early, and not for anybody's fault. It's no. just you know, sometimes it's just not part of the conversation. No. And sometimes yeah. there's a, a, a lack of that intentionality maybe in your, your family, right. right? Right. You know, there are things that you learn. That's what life is about. Um, but I do, you know, those who are coming into their adulthood, you know, I try to say, this is this is where you start to build a life of service and of goodness and of support yep. is by the people who you surround yourself. I agree completely. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, is there anything else? We got about seven minutes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I want to make sure that you, if there's anything that you want to talk about, if there's anything, uh, of course, we want to share where to find you and, and all of the things, but. Anything that you want to hit on that that we haven't hit on yet? Um, I was trying to think. I know you made you made some really good notes, and I think you've covered a lot of them. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just circling back to real estate, yeah. and you know, my I feel really, really grateful to be in the position that I'm in in order to be able to add value to other women that are going through something you know, that I have already been mm-hmm. through and to be able to give them my expertise and, and, and not that I'm an expert on it. It's just, this is just my life experience and how things have helped me. Um, and, you know, finding this niche and working with these women is, I feel like I'm in a place of really adding value. And this is really how I have turned, you know, the pain that I went mm-hmm. through into my purpose. And, 
I think we all owe it to ourselves. I don't like to work from that negative space, but I, I think that we have an opportunity, let's say that, yep. to really reflect on our life and, and mm -hmm. what are some things that we've been through and how can we show up in the world to help other people yep. through that same thing? Yep. My word of the year is unapologetic, which sometimes oh, I have to be careful one. about the words that I pick because I'm like, God, it's like pushing me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> um, but the the thing is, is that I, if I'm hiding, if I'm not coming on radio mm -hmm. shows like this, if I'm mm -hmm. not showing up in the world, then I'm not able to help somebody else and I'm not able to share, you know, what I've been through that could absolutely help someone. Yeah. I mean, I was doing a showing with a woman um, who was going through divorce. We're standing in the middle of a home, and she's like, you know what? I want to have control over my finances. I want to have, you know, money in the bank, and I want, and I'm just watching her transform mm -hmm. into that place of independence that yeah. I love to see yeah. women get to that understands that they need support system but also knows that they have the ability to make some really massive changes in their own life and take accountability for that and take ownership of it and be empowered by it and like in those moments I get those hits of mm -hmm. this is exactly what yeah. I'm supposed to be doing yeah. because look at her like look mm -hmm. at how happy she is and yes. and how excited she is for her future mm -hmm. so. amazing yeah. I love that so good. Um, and so give your website again. Okay. So um, my website is macyogrady.com, M-A-C-I-O-G-R-A-D-Y.com. And from there, you can access my blog, which has a lot of really, like, this yeah. is me unapologetically mm -hmm. showing up I in the world, it. sharing yeah. my thoughts, sharing my mm -hmm. stories that I hope help other people. Um, you can also access my real estate website, which will allow you to search for, search for homes, um, find out what your home is worth, all kinds of things related to um, to real estate um, on that page as well. So, awesome. And yeah, and I don't know if you want it. My socials are like Macy yeah, O'Grady Realtor um, on Instagram, Macy mm -hmm. O'Grady Realtor on Facebook, and um, LinkedIn is just Macy O'Grady. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I wanted to say because I love the word of the year, um, and I have done it for a couple of years now. I skipped last year. Last year was kind of a yucky year. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But that's, I have my word of the year. These are my two oh, words of the like year. On her bracelet. Mm -hmm, Very cool. Mm -hmm. So it's truth, which is, mm -hmm. that was the year I started the show. And okay. it kind of all came together. Um, and then growth. This is my year of of growth, spiritual, emotional, in business, mm -hmm. um, and in service, and all of the ways that I'm supposed to grow this this year, you know. Right. So, anyways, and these are from uh, one of my great friends. So, anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, I love <laughs> to just have it where it's always there. It's always a reminder every yep. day. It doesn't come off. It's kind of yeah. you know. It's okay, I might need me. to know where you got that. Etsy. That's okay. Just cool. Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I love the reminder because if I don't have reminders, sometimes it just kind of goes yeah. and it's always there. So, um, of course, as always, this is Taste Life Nutrition Radio. We are streaming live on KUHS Denver, the best radio station in the world. We are global, which is super fun. Um, and you can find me at tastelifenutrition.com. And then all of the social media is Taste Life Nutrition. Um, this will also then be the Taste Life Nutrition podcast. Uh, Macy also will have the ability to take it and share it, which is always, you know, super exciting. Um, it's always on YouTube, so you can always find this if you want to go back, if you want to find Macy's information, uh, if you want to remember what her links are and that kind of thing, or you just thought the show was super great. You want to <laughs> watch it again. Um, so uh, you can go to... And I don't know if I said this, but I'm a functional nutritionist. Probably important to say. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's your show. You should say that. <laughs> it's my show. Uh, I Sometimes I forget these things. Um, but uh, my goal is to work with, these days, work with women who are working to get pregnant or who are having trouble getting pregnant. Um, because those are, you know, it can be many things. As always, we want to look at the root cause of what's going on and, of, you know, lifestyle and all of those things. Um, but I also, you know, work with GI dysfunction and autoimmune disease and all of those things tend to go together. So uh, the way that it's worked out, uh, it works, works really well. Uh, but you can go to my website and you can fill out a free assessment uh, that comes directly to me and I reach out to you personally and just say, 
hey, what, you know, let's talk about this. How can we help? How can we, uh, you know, how can I be a guide if it's with me or if it's with somebody else who needs to, who you need to be referred to, whatever it might be. My, my, my goal is always just to be a resource. Um, so we are also virtual. So all of our appointments that we do are virtual, which means I can see people anywhere in the world, and I do. Uh, so, uh, you know, reach out, ask questions, uh, leave comments in the in the in the in the feed in, the, in your comments. My goodness, my words. <laughs> um, and you know, any way I can be a resource, if I can connect you with Macy or any of the other guests, you know, I'm happy to do so because uh, they're super cool people. Uh, so. I think that's it. I'll stop rambling. We're here every Thursday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Join us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>